Today on Generation Swap, I'm talking with Cindy Brown and Rachel Gray. Cindy Brown is the Vice President for Talent Initiatives at the Right Place. Rachel Gray is the Executive Director at Hello West Michigan. I want to welcome both of you to Generation Swap today. Good morning. Thank you. Well, I'd like to start out by having each of you tell us a little bit about yourself and your life journey. And Cindy, maybe you'd like to start. Sure, thank you. So yeah, um, so I'm, I'm from Saginaw. Um, and, you know, um, I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with you. So I was, I was an athlete, um, have an uh, older brother, older sibling, 17 months older than me, pushed me a lot. Um, I wanted to do, do good to impress him and, and, and of course my parents. Um, and, but I, I didn't, I didn't really want to go to college. Um, so my mom actually, she filled out the paperwork for me, uh, Aquinas and some other schools were, were, um, pretty, pretty aggressive and assertive, which was great. And, um, so I decided, you know, to, to sign it after my mom applied and sign the paperwork and send it out. And, and off I went to Aquinas college, started a, and had a lengthy career at enterprise rent-a-car, uh, 16 years was there. And then, you know, um, then of course there was a downsizing that happens and then uh, relocated, not relocated, but um, ended up working in the Grand Rapids area. I was commuting to Lansing. So got to come here and, and then I got into nonprofit work, which was, which was, it has been a huge blessing and it's been a, it's a, been a great opportunity. Um, I found that opportunity through Amory Post um, from Aquinas College, you know, I went back and and she helped me out and got me connected and and so then um, had the opportunity to run Hello West Michigan, had the opportunity to hire someone awesome, uh, had the opportunity to get real um, move up to uh, our our kind of like our parent company kinda uh, and and take a full time opportunity there and then watch someone else be able to grow and give that person opportunity um, to take it on and, and run with it. So. Kind of where I'm at now, and and it's just it's it's been a really fun, long but fun career. Well, that's great. I think the person you were referring to is Rachel, right? Who, As a matter of fact, it to, is. Yeah. So, uh, Rachel, what about you and your life story? Yeah. So, man. So going back. So I'm also from the east side of the state. I uh, grew up in Grand Blank, and I was an athlete in high school, but I was pretty sure I didn't want to continue that in college. You know, for me, it was a really great outlet, but I knew I knew I just wasn't good enough to make an impact um, and really take it anywhere at a collegiate level. And I wanted to experience other things in college. You know, I had done sports for for six years, and I was ready for something different. Uh, I was lucky enough to have an internship while I was in school. I also uh, worked on campus at the Career and Counseling Center, which was a, a fantastic opportunity. It was a student ambassador, and then had an internship at Celebration Cinema. And so, you know, kind of all those different experiences actually is what led me to meeting Cindy, uh, to finding out about the job at Hello West Michigan. And, you know, it's funny, I, I love telling this story because when I worked at Career and Counseling, my job was to market job openings, right? Internship openings, I put them on the bulletin boards, I would promote them on social media. And so I had job openings coming across my desk all the time. But I remember Anne-Marie Post, who, who formerly worked there, um, she, we were standing at the, the front desk and she slid this job posting across to me. And she said, let me know if you know of anyone that would be good for this position. And I thought she was just like giving it to me to, you know, promote like normal. And I started looking at it. I was like, man, like this actually sounds kind of interesting. And 
wow, I, I think I could do like a lot of these things that they're asking for. I think, I think she means me. Like, I think she's talking about me. Like, I think she wants me, to, I, she thinks I should apply for this. Uh, and it was a part-time position when it was posted. Um, so I, you know, wasn't totally sure. Cause again, I was going to be graduating knew I was, I was going to need a full-time job to, uh, make sure I could live independently. Um, but I applied for it and, uh, went through the application process, you know, right as we were coming up to finals and then was offered the job, uh, the week of graduation, which I think was the best graduation gift I got. So, uh, it was great to, to have it. Um, it was, it was again, posted part-time it was offered full-time, which was awesome. Um, and so I started as program manager. I was a program manager for seven and a half years. Is that at Hello West Michigan? Yes, at Hello yes. West Michigan. Okay. Uh, so program manager at Hello West Michigan, and then uh, stepped into the role as executive director of Hello West Michigan two years ago. Well, and I know you obviously got to know each other through that organization, Hello West Michigan, but can you tell us about your uh, first meeting or kind of how your relationship sort of took off early on? So actually I met Cindy because I was an Aquinas ambassador. So as an admissions ambassador, you go through a pretty robust training program. And then one of the pieces of that was that you learned dining etiquette. And so you had a lunch one day at the, at the training session and there was a speaker and she taught you dining etiquette and that speaker was Cindy. And so that was how I first kind of met her, became aware of her. I don't know if we actually met personally at the lunch. Do you remember Cindy? So. No, I don't I think, think so. so. So I knew of her and then, uh, I mean, I think, meaning at, you know the next time was the interview pretty much right i think it was yeah and you know the interview was amazing i i was able i have an hr background but i was i had a board member sit in with me and um who's another hr person and as soon as we got done we both looked at each other and we're like we got to figure out a way to do this full time we have to we have to figure out a way to make this position full time because this person is really good and, and we just, you know, it, that, that was, that was our, our big move right there. And then, you know, we were, Hello West Michigan is still a two-person gig. Um, it was a two-person gig. I was a couple, maybe two years um, from running it with myself and a part-time person. That person had um, left, chose to leave. And then, um, you know, we had this opening and it was a, it was a step to get someone that knew a lot of information that I didn't know. And, so we were looking for somebody with a marketing background and it was just, it was refreshing. It was absolutely refreshing. And I think I freaked her out. I always, athletics, my first job, ever, I always tried to get to know the person I was working with. And that was a big key. But I think I freaked Rachel out a little bit because I was—I really wanted to know about her because I, I, I really wanted to figure, you know, if there's just the two of us, how do we make each other tick? How do we develop that trust? We, we have to know each other inside and out because you know, we weren't, she wasn't an assistant. I wasn't, a, you know, we were, we were doing work side by side and both of us couldn't really, you know, um, slip up um, without the other one knowing or being able to catch each other if we needed it. So we really had to, you know, um, I really wanted to, to get to know her. And I think I freaked her out a little bit at the beginning, but, um, but it's lasted. So I think it worked out. Yeah, a two-person workplace is really uh, intimate. And I would imagine that you would get to know each other even if you weren't trying to, that you, you just would. Um, but but what do you think? I mean, of course you have these shared uh, background features, like both a connection to Aquinas College, both student athletes, but what else would you say really makes your relationship work? I, I'm gonna go with number one, respect. Um, 
you know, I know everybody talks about the generation get differences and all of that, but maybe, I don't know, but maybe, I don't know why, but I just, I don't go with all of that. I don't go with the stereotypes and all of that stuff, but I don't fall into that. And you know what, if you're good and you've got good knowledge and you want to give it your all and you've got good drive, I don't care how old you are. And, you know, and I think that, well, in the first question I asked her after we hired her, what I said, I know your parents went to Aquinas, please tell me how old they are. Cause I wanted to know, I wanted to make sure I was younger. Right. Cause then I was like, Oh my God, I really am a parent. And I didn't want that. Right. I didn't want that relationship. And, you know, I, I, the big part of it was just, you know, it just drive. And if you know something that I don't, why wouldn't you tell me it's going to help us. And if I know something, I'm going to share it with you because I want you to succeed. I'm not in the, you know, I, I, I'm not in that business of trying to compete against each other, especially when it was a two person gig. So I think trust was, was really important. I think drive, drive is really important. Um, you know, I, and, and I think flexibility, Rachel's not a morning person. All right. I am. And so I don't text her early in the morning. She tries not to text me at night. I mean, we're, you know, we know those things about each other, but it, I think it's a lot of trust and respect. Yeah, I would say similar. And also I think we just sort of share this, a drive to make things better. We're always, we always want to improve things. And I think that's a, that's a big part of it. And I see that as a, a real similarity between us that is, you know, a similarity that complements, right? I think in, when you have two people, uh, whether it is, a, you know, a couple or coworkers or, you know, whatever it is, I think that there's, there's similarities that help strengthen it and really complement each other. And then there's similarities that can really lead, lead to, you know, um, you butting heads. But I think for Cindy and I, I think it's that we have a very similar, you know, thirst to do the right thing, to do the better thing. Um, if something's broke, we want to fix it. Um, you know, I just, I think that mentality is something that we both really share. Yeah. It sounds like a shared pursuit of excellence or passion for excellence, um, which I can imagine really, uh, benefited your organization below West Michigan as well. Uh, I'm just curious from your point of view, what do you think are the greatest advantages of having a mentoring or what we call a swap mate relationship? You want to go, Rachel? Sure. So this is, you know, when I think about what I gained the most from Cindy, uh, it started really on day one, which is that she, she taught me how to be a young professional. Uh, there was definitely lots that I learned in school, lots that I learned on my first couple of jobs, but I mean, day one, she was teaching me how to be a young professional. In fact, so, you know, I was thinking about this. So, you know, on the first day you're driving in. So like I'm driving into the, you know, first big girl job downtown in the big city. Um, and, uh, I forget if I called or if you had emailed and said, um, you know, this is where you park or whatever, but I was so like, you're thinking like, all right, you can, you can park, you can come in like take one last breath and walk in through the front door. Right. That's kind of what I'm pre mentally preparing myself for. And I don't know if you said call, right. Like stop by the door or whatever, but basically she said, stop by the front door and like, just wait. And she hopped in my car because she was going to show me like where to park in the parking garage and everything that I needed to do, because that can be confusing. But all of a sudden she's like coming in my car and I'm sure it was not clean. And I was like, you know, I was, I was preparing myself for like the one last breath and like walking through the front door and then being on, 
but here she is like coming into my car and I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> um, and that's something I'll never forget, but it really, I mean, that's just one example. So many other times through the, you know, the beginning years that we worked together, it was, this is what I'm wearing tomorrow because this is the type of client we're going to see. Um, setting standards for communication of, you know, hey, this is, um, you know, if you get this kind of communication, you need to respond to it right away. And this would be, you know, um, like respond to it in 24 hours because it's this level of importance versus this one, like this could wait a little longer or schedule, you know, time for yourself to be your own, your own assistant because you don't have one, right? I mean, things like that, um, that really, you know, you only learn on the job. And if someone isn't actively teaching that to you, you're, you're trying to figure it out for yourself in the trenches. But when I think about, you know, just the very first thing that Cindy taught me, it was, it was truly how to be a young professional. Well, and it's certainly, you know, look, in, in just a few years, you are now the director of Hello West Michigan. So um, you obviously learned those lessons quickly. And Cindy was a great teacher. Uh, Cindy, from your perspective, uh, I know that typically the, the sort of mentor is the one to be doing most of the giving, but, you know, we really believe that there is a mutual exchange that goes on in these swap mate relationships. What have you benefited from in your relationship with Rachel? A lot of knowledge. And in my defense on that first day quest thing, just my defense, when I got to that office, they forgot to tell me how to get to the bathroom. And that when you walk out of the office door to the office into the bathroom, it locks. So here I am on my first day walking around the big building um, to get back to the front door. And they're, they're like, what's going on? I'm like, no one told me there's a lock on the door to get back in the bathroom from the bathroom. So that was my defense, right? Of why I didn't want that to happen to her because you feel like not you feel embarrassed. <laughs> Anyways. Um, all right. So yeah, you know, for me, it's information. A lot of it's information. I, I mean, number one, I want to know, you know, I want to know what a 20 at that time, you know, young 20 person, I want to know what you're thinking. I want to know what you're thinking about business. I want to understand that. How can we work together? But it's knowledge. I, I mean, I grew up, there was no computers there. I mean, you know, I, and I hate when people do this, but Reality was there were no computers. I learned a piece. I learned on a PC after working on an intranet for 12 years, an internal thing. And, you know, I, I learned those skills on my own. They're not good. They're, they got me where I needed to go. And every department I've ever worked in or every opportunity I've had, it's been me and maybe one other or two other people. So when do you take the time to learn this stuff? And so the cool thing was, you know, you see a lot of younger people, you know, um, you know, kind of like, I can't believe you don't know this. I can't believe you don't understand this. Or no, I'm not going to teach you that. You should know that. And she never did that. And that's one of the cool things because I, I don't come from a marketing thought. I, you know, I'm the old fashioned, you know, sit on a, with a napkin and draw something out, but, but it's really terrible drawings. And then Rachel could take that and say, Hey, this is how we would do it. And, and what, you know, and it's, it's taken a little bit, but it took a little bit at the beginning, but then she just started showing me how to do it. And that was the big thing. I just want to learn. I want to know how to do it so I don't have to bother you. Um, and I want my part of the bargain to be as good as your part of the bargain. Um, so, and I, and so I think it's the knowledge part that was, that's really important. Um, I'm, I'm not proud if, if I don't know something I'm going to ask and, um, and, and I want to know how to, I want to know how I can help so that we're not, I'm not being a burden. Well, let's pause for just a moment. I want to reintroduce both of you. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with Cindy Brown and Rachel Gray. Cindy is the Vice President for Talent Initiatives at The Right Place, and Rachel is the Executive Director at Hello West Michigan. 
I'd like to talk about childhood next. I often find this is one of the most fascinating things I ask my guests. When you were growing up, were you encouraged by your parents or teachers to think deeply about who you really were and what you wanted to do with your life? So <laughs> that was a long time ago for me. I don't know. I'm going to just be as honest as I possibly can. I don't know. I, I was able to go to a, a parochial school. Um, you know, we, we, we had very small classes. Um, you know, uh, I really, I, I, I don't know. I know, I know success. I know, I, you know, I know success was, it, it wasn't a given. It wasn't like, you know, if you're not first, you're last. It was none of that. Cause we, we were from a small school. We lost all the time. I think it was more about just giving it your all and succeeding. And, you know, I, I know a lot about being, there was a lot of conversation about being happy and what you did too. And I remember my dad a, a few times and anytime, even now when I have a bad day, I just remember like not explaining to him. He worked, at, he worked at a factory. He was a line supervisor and stuff, but it was still in a factory back in the day. So it was not like they are today where, you know, they're a lot cleaner and everything. And, and I remember him just saying, Cindy, do you, do you think that I liked working, you know, the job I did for all these years? And I just, and I know that's that old, the greatest generation chatting it up and being tough and staying on. But that was the one thing that, that always, you know, you should probably try to have fun or try to like parts of your job, you know? And, and so, you know, I, I don't know if, if, I don't know if we really sat down and had those deep, conversations about what success is or or who I am um, or who I should be I just know that I led they led by example right and 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 the, the do the right thing was was pretty emphasized Rachel what about your your childhood experiences yeah so um not as far back as Cindy um so you know as I think about you know my childhood um, you know, one of the feelings that I definitely identify with very strongly and, and really remember is the one I mentioned already, which was, it was kind of expected that you go to college. That was, that was definitely the emphasis. Uh, my parents are actually entrepreneurs. They have their own business. They've had it for a long, long time. So that was definitely a background growing up. Um, but in terms of what type of job I was going to pick, I don't, I don't know if they necessarily... I'm like trying to think either way. Did they say like, do what's going to make you money? Or did they say, do what you're going to love? I, I honestly can't remember. Um, you know, I think as I think about like where I thought most deeply about my life was actually probably in high school humanities class. I uh, was probably the best teacher I ever had. Uh, she's, she still teaches at my high school. Um, that was where I probably was encouraged to think most deeply about my life and about humanity. That's for sure. Um, still sort of uh, pulling some of those tenets today, especially as I try to process, you know, the things that happen around us, right, um, in the, the larger scheme of things. But I think the the thing that I identify with the most is that it was it was expected that we go to college. Um, and that was pretty much there. There weren't really any other options laid out for us. Um, now, it turned out great. I loved my college experience. Um, it was fantastic. I loved my time on the team. I loved the other parts of it that I was in. Obviously, it did set me up for success. I, you know, landed, graduated with a job. So there you go. Um, but, you know, when I think about what my parents encouraged job-wise, I feel like I can't really put a finger on that. Well, and part of the reason that we, um, you know, with Generation Swap want to showcase relationships of people who have um, been in this kind of mentoring relationship 
the research is showing that people in the second half of life often have a better sense of their authentic self and, and living into their own desires for themselves rather than what other people have put in their path. Um, and that, that information shared with someone who's younger can be very helpful in terms of speeding up that cycle of, hey, listening to that inner voice that you have and maybe needing the encouragement of someone else to tell you that you should be listening to that inner voice. So uh, that's part of, uh, I think, where we are so excited about the possibility of partnering more younger people with a swap mate who can help them figure that out. Um, but as Cindy also made clear, I mean, there's all kinds of benefit that goes in both directions. I also want to ask about values. And if you can identify uh, like a key value or a guiding principle that you live according to today. Yeah, so it, you know, my, it, do the right thing, right? And I mean, I think that's that's the big thing. And and I got to be honest, right? And, and everything you just said is are the answers, your answer right there is the answer to a couple more of the questions, right? Um, you you got to have fun. And, and I think that's, that's hard right now. That's hard. Um, Rachel's in the beginning of her career, right? So, I mean, she's, she wants to get ahead, right? Now, I know that having fun is a big part of it, but I never, I mean, I did it, but we were in the old-fashioned work hard, play hard, right? Now that I'm older, it's like, okay, I want to work hard, but I also want, now I want that flexibility to be able to have the fun more, um, not just on the weekends, right? Not just on whatever. And so um, I think that doing the right thing is, is, is big. It's not just doing the right thing morally and ethically, but it's also doing the right thing too, that if it's a sunny day and it's two o'clock and we haven't had sun, you know, in, in, in a while and it's now nice, go home, go home, go enjoy it, right? Or just go for a walk, go do something. And I think that, that doing the right thing and that having fun is, is, um, you know, they're, they're really close to being a, a, a close, um, very, very close tie on, on the values I'm looking at right now. And Rachel? Yeah, I think for me, and I think this is really where um, kind of a little bit of a contrast with Cindy, um, not contrast to do the right thing, because you should always do the right thing. <laughs> uh, not that contrast. <laughs> but, um, you know, for me, as I think about it, I, um, I really don't want to waste time um, in the sense that I, um, I really want to make sure that if there are things that I want to achieve and want to get done, that I'm actively working towards them. Because I feel like this part of your life, I mean, already my time at Hello West Michigan, if in some ways it feels uh, like it's flown by, right? And uh, so for me, I think at this stage, it's, it's making sure that you're really achieving the things you want to, and you're spending the time on the things that you want to. Um, and you're making plans to get done what you want to get done, uh, whether that's at work or at home or in your relationships, because, you know, I'm sure that I'm going to blink and I'm going to wake up and be 35. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what it's going to feel like soon. And so, you know, for me, that's kind of the, the big thing, especially, especially in the pandemic, right? So in this year where you're just kind of like, oh, the same yesterday is the same as today kind of thing, you know, still trying to drive towards uh, what you want to accomplish you know and Cynthia I think this is this is this is it this is this is it right here that that is that answer because I was that in my 20s I just answered somebody back today so we're working on trying to figure out how do we get back to the office how do we do that safely how do we how do we utilize all the virtual stuff and the person thanked me he's like you know thank you for all your insight and I'm like look I just I'm old 
right? I've been in the workforce forever. I just want to add value. And if someone younger, because in my 20s, I wanted FaceTime. I wanted FaceTime with whoever I could. I wanted that. I want, I wanted, we used to do lists, right? We used to have, we still do a little list, my husband and I on the weekends, but the list, the to-do list, everything Rachel's talking about. And now when I turned, when I turned, I'm like, okay, okay, the lists are great, but you got to relax a little bit. And that is tough because I don't know if I was in Rachel's shoes, if I would, if I would listen to me, right? Because I know what it was like to try to just keep pushing and pushing and pushing, trying to get to that, finish what you can, take advantage of what you can. I know that. And that's where I think this is going to be the most interesting time um, because, you know, my runway's shorter than hers right now. Well, that's a great piece of advice, um, probably for any of us, but especially as you're saying, for someone who's younger in their career, so ambitious, so driven to not forget that a sunny day, you know, is something to be enjoyed, that you, you can't be too focused on work. Um, Rachel, is there anything else that is you're thinking about what you'd like to learn from Cindy? Anything else that comes to mind, whether it's very career focused or more about personal growth or relationships? Yeah, so I think the, the biggest thing that I still have to learn is is how to handle the the really tough situations. So, you know, when you're in the workplace and you have, um, you know, someone that stole one of your ideas, for instance, um, they stole one of your ideas, they're they're taking it and they're running with it. They're saying it's their own and you have to come to grips with like, how do you handle that? Um, you know, do you do you make it a conflict or do you somehow approach it in a way that, um, you know, you can work together and you actually both benefit from it. Right. I think, you know, that's something that, that just, you got to, no one's going to teach you that out of a book. Like you have to experience that. And it really helps to have someone, you know, who has been through it before guide you through how, I mean, literally like, how do you respond? What do you say? How do you approach that meeting? Um, you know, things like, like that, the really tough stuff, you know, how do you, how do you handle when you have a, an employee that's not motivated or not performing um, things like that? What are the, the tough things, you know, we've done Cindy and I together have achieved a lot of, of really great milestones. We've, um, established fantastic programs. We've unveiled new programs. We've improved, you know, leaps and bounds. What, what we've done together, um, to make them easier for the next person that comes in. But as you think about like, what's the tough, like, what's the tough things? Like when things go wrong, how do you respond? How do you handle it? How do you write yourself again? And I think that's something that, you know, especially now in this new role in my career as executive director, you face a lot more of that, right? Um, before when I was program manager, Cindy dealt with that, but now, you know, now that's, it's my turn to deal with it. And so how do I deal with it in a way that um, not only benefits the organization, but also, I mean, benefits, you know, make sure that I come out okay in terms of my, my personal brand, my personal career, right? Like that's, that's everything in this town. Cause it's, it's a pretty small town actually. And so, you know, making sure that you handle those situations with grace so that you'll, you know, gain respect going forward. And would you say a little bit about just a few sentences, what you do at Hello West Michigan, what kind of programming you put on? Sure. So Hello West Michigan, we promote West Michigan as a great place to live and work. So we were actually started by member employers. So back in 2007 is when the kind of idea came around, which actually makes us the first organization of our kind in the country, which is a pretty cool designation to have. 
Um, although it also means you're kind of out there on a limb on your own. So you're coming up with everything on your own. There is no one to copy. There is no one to benchmark against, uh, which is a really interesting, innovative place to be. But basically what we do is we educate people about what it's like to live here. We actively promote the area. And then we try to connect job seekers with employers. So we're this really interesting nonprofit that sort of sits at the intersection of lifestyle and your career. And so we have two sides that we work with. We work with companies who are hiring, and then we work with job seekers who are interested in relocating here. So, you know, that's really what our organization does. And, you know, on a programmatic level, our jobs, you know, my job really has to do with membership development because that's, that's how we're funded. I represent the organization in the community. So I go to lots of community events. I speak at a lot of events, which is actually really fun. You know, it's, it's important that we get our name out there so people understand who we are. So they can not only support us financially, but also take advantage of our resources if they know someone that wants to relocate to West Michigan. Um, we have a lot of great event programs. So, I mean, they used to be in person. Now they're, they're going virtual right now, but events, you know, so event planning was a big part of my job. Marketing, um, that's another big part because we actively market the region. And so, you know, what does that look like? I mean, that, those are marketing campaigns, advertisements, putting together copy. I mean, all, all sorts of things. So when you only work at a two, when you work at a two person shop, it's uh, you wear many hats. You got to do a lot of things and you really have to be cross-functional. And since I wore one hat and now I wear the other, I can, I can kind of do it all. Uh, at least have, have knowledge in all the areas. So that's a little bit about what Hello West Michigan does. We just celebrated our 10th anniversary in 2020, which was pretty cool. Uh, and our website, hellowestmichigan.com has over 1000 links to resources if someone wants to move here. Well, thank you. That's a, a wonderful organization to have right here in our backyard. A question for you, Cindy, what have you learned about life that you wish you would have known when you were younger? Like, you know, Rachel's age. <laughs> yeah, so so something, okay, so this is an interesting kind of twist on this. So when we went, my mom, mom and dad took us to Disney, I was eight the first time. I picked up this postcard and it's a Mickey Mouse dressed up in a business suit with carrying a briefcase. And I remember, and I, I got it, I still have it in my office here. Um, and I use it on a lot of my presentations because that was always my thought. I want to get into some sort of business. I want to carry a briefcase. I thought that was cool back then. Now I use a backpack. But I think that's kind of cool. Um, and but I wanted to be able to still be me and have my personality show. And that was that was my thing. And even like I said, you know, when I worked at Enterprise, you know, it was work hard, play hard. And we yeah, that was crazy times because we worked hard, but we played hard too. And then it became after that, then it was get your job done and then you know be able to enjoy it and have that time off and that. And I then there got to be a time where you kind of sometimes listen to other people, right? And you try to to try to, you know, they give you advice and it's like, okay, that's not me though. And I lost myself for a little bit because I I I was trying to um to not remember to have that fun and not remember or and not and and I, I didn't let my personality come out. Um and, and I know when I do that and I know I know when I do that and I know it's wrong. Um and you know. I think there's there's things that really have to be professional. I know when to be on stage at Disney, when you're working at Disney, you know that. And I and I forgot that. So I think, you know, that's the big thing is let your personality come out of it. Everything doesn't have to be perfect, right? I mean, I would love everything to be perfect, but 
I mean, like even this, right? I mean, we're, I'm sitting here, my dog's snoring behind me. I keep putting it on mute. You know, I mean, we're, we're just in this not perfect world right now. And, and that's the way it's going to continue to be, you know? Um, and so, yes, I want to have a great image of myself and, and present the positive professional person, but I also want to, I wanted my personality to come out and, and you know what? I talk in slang sometimes and I, I am really laid back and I try to be goofy and, and, you know, that's okay. And I, I think I lost it there for a little bit because you get so much in the rut of trying to be that professional business person. Um, sometimes you forget that. So, you know, that, that's my big learning that I'm really trying as I, like I said, you know, at the top of the career and, 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 you know, looking for only a few years left, not like a lot of years left is I want to make sure my personality comes out and I can just be Cindy Brown. And that's what I, that's, I think the important piece. Yeah. And that's that uh, message about authenticity is just key to what we're trying to do with our podcast and our bigger project. So thank you for, um, you know, making that so clear in your own life, how you're living authentically. Well, last question, what's been the most valuable thing that each of you have gotten from your swapmate relationship? Uh, I would say a friendship and someone that I can cheer on and be there for. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, definitely a friendship. Uh, you know, Cindy, so Cindy was actually at my wedding. Uh, you know, who would think that you would invite your boss to your family only wedding? Um, but I mean, that, that's really how deep our friendship goes. I, I've probably seen Cindy more in the last eight years than I've seen my parents. Um, right. Like she's kind of up there. I mean, almost with like time-wise with my significant other. Um, and so, uh, definitely friendship, but again, I go back to, she taught me how to be a young professional and that's, you know, something that will, that will never change. Um, so even if, you know, highly unlikely, but even if we, you know, we were to go our separate ways, we got new jobs, we, you know, our friendship wasn't as strong as it is now. Um, she is still always going to be that person that taught me how to be a young professional. So that's number one. And yes, a great, a great friendship. Well, I want to thank you both for spending time with us today. Cindy Brown from The Right Place and Rachel Gray from Hello West Michigan. A special thank you to our listeners. You can find Generation Swap wherever you get your podcasts or on our website, generationswap.com. Please subscribe so that you know about our newest episodes as soon as they're available. Until next time.